Welcome everyone to the Joelle Martin Mastery Podcast. I'm a networking expert and the author of the upcoming book, Know No Strangers, How to Build Community One Relationship at a Time. My why is the pursuit of mastery and the goal of this podcast is to lock arms on a lifelong mission of daily personal growth to become the best version of ourselves. So let's dive in to today's episode. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of the podcast. We are joined by a very special guest. He is an investor, he's an entrepreneur, and he's the founder of Expansive Warrior. So welcome to the episode, Mr. David Pinio. David, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing amazing, Joel. It's yeah, great to, uh, to create this intentional space with you. I know it's been a little while since we've connected, and I was excited when you reached out to, to have a conversation and be able to share what's alive in, in our worlds and and co-create this conversation today with my, my intention coming in today to contribute however we can on, on our journeys and our, our paths that we've been walking together and separate and in different countries right now. But yeah, I look forward to seeing what comes through, my man. Amazing. Yeah, it's, it's actually Appreciate been a couple it. of years between the, uh, the pandemic and you relocating to a, to a new location. It's been a while, so I'm excited to catch up here uh, today. Now, speaking of, of new location, all that, so here in Ottawa, it is a cold and rainy day. Forecast is rain all day long. Uh, they say that comparison is a thief of joy, but I'm going to ask anyways. Uh, <laughs> what What's the weather like in Costa Rica today? Uh, it's beautiful today, actually. Oh, uh, how so dare you, sir. We're, we're in this tail end of uh, going into the, the green season. Uh, so there's two seasons here, green and dry or rainy and wet season. So we're on that, that's sort of that cusp, that border going into this, the green season, uh, which has actually been beautiful. I haven't been down here for that that time frame. Uh, so I'm just looking outside right now and it, it's beautiful. Everything's lush and green and generally sunny in the morning and, and a little bit of uh, rain and wetness and cools us down in the afternoon. And then uh, that's kind of, kind of the world we live in right now. But I did, I did catch a beautiful sunset last night. So sometimes we get lucky and get both uh, sun in the morning and, and sun in the evening. So uh, very grateful and blessed to, to share that. But I also do miss the fall season. Like I, a lot of friends are back in, in Canada and uh, in the West Coast and in Ontario. And that's like that fall season coming. Uh, so I do miss that as well, too, like coming back and wearing a sweater and getting comfortable and going outside in the forest and the leaves changing and all of that. So it's, uh, yeah, I get the, the comparison side of it as well too, but yeah, being grateful for whatever environment we're in right now and, and uh, uh, honoring both and, and all that season change as well too. So happy that you're experiencing that as well. Well, yesterday I was at the Carp Fair, which is outside of Ottawa. It's considered one of the best small fairs in Canada. And it said no rain all day. It said sunny day. And we got torrential downpoured out of there. Uh, so so I'm looking forward to a little bit of sun. Maybe I'll, I'll hop on a plane and head over to a hot destination in the, the next couple of months. So we... We know each other because we have a ton of mutual friends. So in, in the 
GTA, the Toronto marketplace. Um, we know a lot of, you know, mutual friends, a lot of great people. So uh, we'd see each other at different parties, different events. You were the, the keynote speaker at one of my events. Uh, I went out to different events that you were hosting on the investing side, the financial side. I actually just checked because I was curious and we have 350 mutual friends. So I guess we are deeply entrenched in, in the same, <laughs> same friend group. So uh, I want to dive into expansive warrior. What, what is that? Uh, it, it has me super intrigued. I see your posts. I see updates. I see you're doing a lot of good stuff, helping out a lot of people. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. So it was birth. That would have been my 40th birthday. I was down here in Costa Rica. So it was la last winter. Oh, you even uh, say the... Costa Rica, like you've lived there for a bit. <laughs> for you. Uh, see, I've been here and uh, it was, it was that, if, you, if you're looking at that, that path of the hero's journey, so I was on that cusp of like really, really resetting and going within and like, and honoring like what, what my heart's calling was, I kept getting that call. Like I was in the real estate world and the investment world and insurance and, and that whole um, uh, game playing in that and very grateful for everything that I learned inside of that, that season of my life. But it wasn't, it wasn't my heart's calling. In the background, I was like always, um, contributing like even inside of my client base inside of the financial world before that I was in fitness what really made the biggest difference at the end of my day is like contributing and, and making a difference for someone else's life like seeing that aha moment that breakthrough of like hey like that I can support you and guide you in in moving through whatever you're stuck in right now so just honoring that gift that I I was able to to sort of um I guess, feed and nourish over time. And then that the gift of like really listening and holding space and being able to guide and ask questions and have people move through whatever they were stuck with. Uh, I was sitting with that with a, a friend of mine and he's contributed a lot to Expansive Warrior as well too. My friend Angelito uh, Marcos, so he's in, in Toronto as well too, uh, right now and traveling around. Um, really grounding into what, how can we give our gifts and how can we contribute back to the, to the world? And just re really grateful for men's work and being in men's circle uh, prior to going down there. And, and for me, boiling down, like, yes, it, I can definitely contribute and make a contribution to anyone. I really believe that um, if they're ready and, and, and open for that. Uh, but it came down to um, men and like the difference that was made for me. I had a, a, a tough time trusting men, trusting people in general, opening up, being vulnerable. Um, and those are the, that's the medicine to actually work through where we're stuck is like creating a safe space to be vulnerable and be ourselves and be authentic. And it's such a missing, uh, for men all over the planet. And there's beautiful groups surfacing now, and there's a lot of guys stepping up for the call to hold these spaces. And it's a, it's a beautiful transition time and, and all that stuff showing up, but that's what the, the message was. And I, I went to Costa Rica for almost two months and with no agenda other than just to sit and be and and really get that clarity on what that next phase of my journey was. And, and, and then it was the next phase of the, the hero's journey, like actually having the courage to take that leap. So dropping the persona of, oh, David's the investor guy, the financial guy, and like moving out of that, that um, archetype and then into this new one and having the courage to do that and start showing up that way. So yeah, it's been a beautiful year. And a bit of, of really stepping into that and stepping into what my authentic self is and what my heart is. So, uh, so 
Short answer, Expansive Warrior is a safe place for men to come in and, and have authentic conversation and, and be real. It's like, what, what am I challenged with right now? What's getting in the way? Where, where can I be a better leader for my family, for my friends, for my, um, my purpose? What am I putting out in the world? So we create a, a place uh, to have those conversations and go through programs and be guided through really getting clear and intentional with, uh, with life. So yeah, it's been, been a beautiful journey, man. And, and how did you end up in Costa Rica? So you, you just decided to visit cause it's a nice place or you already mm-hmm. knew there was this, you know, men's empowerment, this event happening. Uh, how do you end up there in the first place? How is Costa Rica on your radar? And then what kind of, you know, gripped you where you said, okay, maybe, maybe I should relocate here. There's something special going on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it would have been in 2019, 2018 or 2019, 2019. Uh, so I've been down. So for, for three years now, or two years, coming back in the winter, so multiple times, but I'd actually met uh, through a mutual friend in, in Toronto, uh, one of my best friends and, and brothers in, in shine down here now, uh, his name is Eugenio. He's a, a biologist and professional guide here in Costa Rica. Uh, so I met him in Toronto uh, through a mutual friend, and I was I was always called to come visit uh, Costa Rica for many reasons, like the biodiversity, the nature, the adventure lifestyle, um, the energetic grid that people talk about here, and just like the the community. Uh, there's a lot of that community uh, being created here around sustainability. Uh, so I was always called to to come for the, probably the past five or six years. And then uh, Eugenio just showed up and he's like, hey, it's like, yeah, come, come visit me. Uh, I'm going to be heading back. It was like his last day in Canada. Uh, we spent the evening together at, uh, with some friends and I was just uh, intrigued and, and had that open invitation. So I saw it as that final push to come down and, and be in the country. And he showed us around and I had a couple of friends join as well, showed us beautiful places and showed us what the country is all about and uh, the level of like, contribution people are here and how open-hearted they are and how uh, everyone wants to support one another here it was just a beautiful experience and that really set the set the intention and set that that path of like okay this is somewhere where i would like to spend my winters at the very least and uh, obviously with pandemic coming up and everything that's been happening over the past year i've been here uh observing and supporting and contributing from here for now and, and just uh yeah, it's been been beautiful to be down here, but that's how it all happened. Yeah? It all got birthed from those little nut- nudges and knocks from the universe. I was thinking about it, thinking about it, had the intention there, and then Eugenio showed up and said, hey, I'll, I'll come show you. So either what Costa Rica is all about. Normally, normally every January, February, March, somewhere in there, I head to Mexico. You know, I got to get out of the cold mm-hmm. at some point. And uh you know, unfortunately, with the pandemic, I haven't gone in a couple of years and, and you've, you can feel that that's missing. Like I, you know, I, I have that calling, I feel like I got to go. And mm. it's just, it's just so uncertain with do you need the vaccine passports? Do you not? Do you need to quarantine? Do you need to get a negative test within 72 hours? If, if I'm in the middle of nowhere, Mexico, like, where am I going to get mm. a legit COVID test and get it back in time? And it's just, it's just strange. So you know, it's, it's, it's kind of sad that, that, you know, we're kind of waiting it out and, you know, maybe it's best to, to just be where you are, you know, in, in, mm-hmm. in a nice place and just kind of stay there. So, um, I was actually just in Saskatchewan for three weeks and 
I was at my uncle has a cabin in the middle of nowhere. So it's, it's an hour boat ride to the nearest road to show you like how remote <laughs> it is. And he's, he's almost always there. And he's, he basically, there's no pandemic. Like he's one guy on, on a peninsula, basically an Island an hour from anyone else. And it's like, there's no pandemic. Like he can't catch it from anybody. So it's, it's, I think he, he might have it figured out. He's like super, <laughs> super isolated. But anyways, um, you're, you're mentioning that, um, your, your group is focused on, on, on men and empowering men. And that's important. Uh, do you, do you feel like there's a lack of, of support for men and, and men's empowerment? We, you see all the time, women's empowerment. It's, it's ever, everyone's doing it. Everyone I know has a group for women's empowerment and that's awesome. Uh, a lot of times as guys, you feel kind of like there's, there's no support for you and, and we're supposed to be strong on our own and never vulnerable and we're always okay. And, uh, and, and that could be kind of sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially now too, you see, if you look at the stats with the pandemic, it's like suicide rates are up and these men that are, their purpose is to go out and provide for families and job loss and depression and substance abuse and all of these things that are coming up and really not knowing where to turn. Cause like you said, it's like this lone wolf mentality. We've been taught since such a, a young age of like, Oh, I, I can't show my vulnerability. I can't ask for support. I have to figure this out or I'm not a man. Like that's the, the North American. And I would say like generally like the global grid and the global like uh, way of being for, for men on this planet is like, Hey, no, you need to, to suck it up and figure it out. Uh, or, or your masculinity is at risk. Um, and that's just not the case. Like if, if you look back to our ancestors, everyone sat and tried. At the end of the day, you'd sit around the fire and share. I actually have this, this stick here. This is a, a talking stick. So just sit around a fire and share your truth. Like, what's up? Like, what are you, what are you looking for support in? Like, where are you stuck? Like, how is the day? Um, and would support one another so everyone would have a turn to share and speak their truth um if they weren't speaking their truth or authentic they would get called out for that too it's like what are you hiding from so do we, we create this safe place to to be able to expand and support one another on our on our journeys and everyone would have a intention and a role and and a purpose inside of that tribe and we just like lost that all of a sudden in north america uh, lost like our rites of passage and like earning that masculinity and that manhood and stepping into responsibility. So for me, it's the intention to recreate that in this new paradigm and this new modern way of living. It's like if we can slow down, reset and get in circle, pass the stick around and start speaking our truth again, then we have clarity on like what, what wounds from childhood are holding us back hmm. that are blind to us. What can't we see running in the background? How is that showing up in our relationships? Uh, what, what lack of clarity or where am I drifting in life? Where can I make a harder decision and take a stand and actually have brothers around me taking a stand for me inside of that group? So I'm not doing it on, on my own, where I can get called out and I can also get supported with love and, and guided to, to create what I want for my life. So, so that's what it is. And that's what the, the intention is. We were, we were doing retreats when we first launched in Ontario. So we ran two retreats. And then I think I, I spoke to you about that. So we had two retreats and then, a container after the retreat to really integrate those those teachings and and now with with the, the pandemic we've shifted to online so we do a 90-day container online uh which has been beautiful 
So we're actually launching one again tonight. So we have a, a new group of guys tonight and we'll start the journey, man. And, and that's what we do, create that intentionality and provide that support and guidance and clarity and be able to share um, what's coming up, what's getting in the way on, the, on that path. So, so with the pandemic, you, you've had to shift from the in-person stuff to the online stuff. Is, I see that on Wednesdays, you have this fireside chat. It's, it's an online uh, event. Is that basically the equivalent of everyone sitting around the campfire with the, with the talking stick? Is that what's going on on Wednesdays? Yeah, you got it, brother. So that's exactly it. So it's an open space. So anybody can join, uh, any man can join and, and come into that circle on, on Wednesday nights. Uh, we, we create some intentionality. So we'll pick a topic that's uh, alive for us and in, inside of the, the world and, and what we're, we're all dealing with. So we generally do a live for that on, on Monday. So we'll do that today and, and share what that, that conversation is going to look like and then invite any man to jump in and then invite the invitation out to any women who no men <laughs> to, to get the word out and, and allow the brothers to come into that circle. And there's so, so much medicine just in that, that hour that we spend a week in that open conversation. It's been beautiful to see shifts and like the guys that are returning week after week and then sharing their wins and sharing what they've been able to accomplish just, just in, in a quick one hour conversation uh, to be able to, to, to get out what they've been wanting to get out for a long time. And then having that support from week to week to, to actually stand and and making those shifts in their life. So I, I yeah. feel like women would want their men uh, to be a part of, uh, of this, because I, I was on your website, I was reading up on, on uh, what you're doing and some of the, you know, some of the, the qualities that you're helping men uh, develop. Uh, we have strength, effectiveness, purpose, vulnerability, leadership, honor, family, empowerment, and respect. I mean, every woman would want their their partner to have those qualities and cultivate those qualities so i feel like you know women would definitely want their their men to be a part of this not think oh it's you know that's a men's empowerment thing you know whatever i'm i'm going to do my women's empowerment i feel like there'd be a lot of support from from uh the 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 women on this one mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and it, it's it's getting clear and thanks for putting that into it's like the distinction of like what the empowerment is so we've actually had that come up in conversation where it's like men already have too much power in this world or men this and it's like but really being the, the distinction of like men's empowerment is to empower them to also work in tune and in sync with the feminine and having clarity on how that that balance works and that's that's where that vulnerability comes in um so it's like being distinct on like hey we're not like all like um let's go let's go take over the world it's like, no, let's be real and take care of ourselves and our families first and our partners and show up in, in relationship powerfully. Um, and that's where those, those distinctions come in, where it's like, yeah, respect and honor and speaking our truth and being vulnerable, being able to share what's there for, with our partners as well, too. So that's a big thing that when I'm talking to women, it's like, my, my man doesn't open up. I don't know what, what he's dealing with or what's going on in this world. And, and a woman wants to the divine feminine wants to contribute and be, show compassion and care and, and nurture. But if you're not knowing what is there, what's operating in the background, it's very difficult to do. And that's often when a, uh, men will like sort of lash out or resist or um, not invite that because they feel it's a side of, of weakness. So yeah, it's definitely, definitely in the intention of like creating cohesiveness between the, the feminine and the masculine. 
So all the qualities that we just mentioned, is there a time where it first became apparent that those are qualities that, that you should have and that should be cultivated in men? I mean, you know, you have a financial background and everyone knows that's very cutthroat, right? When it comes to money, uh, it's sales, it's this and that. Did you find that you kind of had this imbalance where you were just way over on this side and, and maybe just going through the motions and more of just a machine doing what's necessary, money, money, money. And then you kind of realize that you're missing uh, the, the balance with the other qualities. Mm. Uh for myself, and I can only speak to myself, like personally, I'd, I've been blessed enough to have mentors running in the background, even when, when I was in that industry. So to bring intentionality with it, um, for me, it was like connecting to contribute to people through those instruments and through opportunities in, inside of finance. Uh, but I could definitely see where that imbalance can come in. And we can see that all over the world. <laughs> Look at the mess the economic and the money system is, is in, right? Because exactly that. Um, if there's greed or um, greed for money, greed for power, it's like this obsession over those two things is really a, a virus. Like that's the real pandemic and in, in for me. Um, and that's what's really spiraling everything into this, this, this level of chaos right now. Uh, so I've been very lucky and blessed to um, be able to move in and learn in that industry and can contribute to that industry, but still kind of have that, that fortitude and that that uh, base to come back to, where this is this is for contribution and education and and support, and and that's really where those um, that calling came through. Because I noticed that even sitting with financial clients, we'd be talking about family, how's things with your partner, how's they, I, that that would, that's where the conversation would lead, and just building those relationships and being able to support them. Um, yeah. So it was like, it was an interesting journey to have like both of those paradigms operating. Uh, for sure. There's a, there's a Jim Carrey quote I love that says, I wish everyone could get, could become rich and famous so they could see that it's not the answer. Um, <laughs> you, 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 you mentioned mentors. Um, how important are mentors, uh, not just in the financial industry, but you know, any area of your life that is important to you you should have a mentor. I mean, if you want to get better at finances, mentor. If you want to get in shape, mentor. Um, I'm, I'm probably missing a bunch of, you know, areas. But uh, mm. so have mentors played a big role in, in helping you become the person you are today and helping you achieve the success that you've achieved today? And uh, is there any people specifically that, that have really helped you along the way? Yes, yeah, absolutely. And thanks for putting that in. It's a conversation that we brought to the men a few weeks ago. Um, and there's like that, that this false premise that people are self made. When you hear self made millionaire, self proclaimed this, it's like, it doesn't exist. Yeah, they say no man <laughs> it, is it, an it, island. So. Really does not exist, right. And just just being able to, uh, to be blessed enough to go into and, and attract people to to mentor me like what's what's coming to me right now was that first step into uh, getting back into entrepreneurship when i first moved back to ontario um and getting into um yeah, like direct sales company like that was a big shift for me and that whole model inside of business is based on mentorship mentoring others to succeed and i was blessed enough to have uh 
a good friend of mine now as well too. So his name is uh, Steve. He's in, in St. Thomas, Ontario. Uh, first, really show me and believe in me and show me that I am powerful and I am able to contribute and I am able to create what I wanted to create. Uh, I was in a dark time. So I did move back from, from uh, the West Coast. So I was living out in Banff for a long time. I uh, moved back to, I was living with my mom at the time. Uh, and just, it was 30 years old. It was Halloween of 2010. And I just got, felt really stuck. I was like getting, it's, it's funny at the time, because I was actually getting, um, the intention was to go back and be mentored by my girlfriend's dad to go into finance. <laughs> and I was like resisting it. I'm, picture me, I'm a, a uh, working at the, the Fairmont out in, in Banff. And my life was snowboarding, partying, snowboarding, golfing, partying, <laughs> hiking, <laughs> like no, like beautiful life. And I was like so grateful for it out there, but it was really, my soul's calling was like, you're hiding here. Like go back and like move something forward in that like um, warrior part of me is like, there's more, more to be done here. But then I got back into Ontario and it was like, it was such resistance. Like I wasn't, it wasn't a season for me to go into financial, the financial world. I was in debt. I had no business being in that business, no knowledge. And it was almost like feeling like it's like an expectation of me. Like you must do this. This is like your next step, but it wasn't aligned for me at that time. Um, so I went into depression and was just stuck, like really stuck. And I was serving at a, at a restaurant and uh, serve these two ladies the one day and uh, we we're just m making each other laugh and having a good time and and they just sensed like i was like not fulfilled in that and I'm like well what else what else are you up to like are you interested in in meeting a business project that my my husband's up to and uh that was it he came over and introduced me to not only that model of contribution that allowed me to step into leadership but also personal development where it's like, oh, I'm in control of my emotions. I'm in control of my mental state. I'm in control of like what I can create for my life. Oh, and that, that was like foreign to me. Mm. Like I had previously like been a part of businesses and failed and, and just kind of reset and went and hit out in the mountains for a decade <laughs> where it's comfortable here. But there was always that drive in the background and, and that self-belief and self-worth self and self-confidence wasn't there. So that's like the first mentor that comes through to me, it was like, hey, someone believed in me before I believed in myself. And that's really where that seed gets planted. Or if you have someone that's like, no, like this, this is what I see in you before you're, you, you can see it. That's the power of, of mentorship to me. And then there's been a variety since then, like in, inside of men's work. So a gentleman named Garth that led a, the men's group that I first got into. Um, yeah, many, 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 like on the, on the path. So a whole bunch in, in different areas of life. So whether it was like fitness or, or money or people I've never met as well too. So just, just really immersing myself in uh, online mentorship and investing in myself and, and whether it be just reading books or watching YouTube or, or courses, like, like I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on personal development and courses at this point. So yeah, it's definitely invaluable to like be able to sit and, and look around at the life that I've been able to bless enough to be able to create. It has nothing to do with has something to do with me, but nothing to do with um, my own limitations on myself. It had everything to do with um, following the path of people that had what I was looking for.
Yeah. They, they say you should always work harder on yourself than you work on your business because business basically comes down to you. It's, it's people do business with those that they like, that they trust, that they respect. So if you can become somebody that people like trust and respect, they'll do business with you regardless of what the business is. So uh, you got, you got to get everything right here first Mm -hmm. and then you can take, you know, take yourself as the draw and bring it to almost any industry, any business. So personal, man, you can't, personal growth is, is so huge. Like you cannot uh, underestimate the power of personal growth and books and mentors and all that stuff. So that's awesome that you, uh, you were introduced to that, uh, to that world a, a decade ago. And, and could you imagine where you are now a decade ago before you started that personal growth journey? Mm, absolutely not. Like it wasn't even a, an option. Yeah, <laughs> it was like okay. I mean, the bar, bartend, and uh, I was getting into fitness then as well too. So personal train, and it's like okay, this is the model that I can create with what what I've learned so far. And that's like if you're taking like a like um like a hard skill or something like into the into the world versus a, a soft skill or leadership and leading groups and teams, um, you're you're capped. It's like okay, I can only. A personal trainer makes this much, so that's how much I'm going to make. This is the lifestyle I'm going to have. Uh, versus like um, having mentors in all areas and all these opportunities and possibilities that have been able to come into fruition in my life. Um, spiritual mentors as well too, like having elders, and that's a big thing too that's missing is like um, like having an and these elders. It was a big thing for for us in the past as well too, and our ancestors. It's like that wisdom was always passed down. Now it's like you have to search for that. It's not just there anymore. So be able to find that wisdom in each of those areas of your life and and contribute back to whoever is is offering you that wisdom. Such a powerful cycle to bring through. And to the point now where it's like it's like crazy. It's like I'm I'm now mentoring others. And that wasn't in the paradigm 10 years ago. <laughs> you, you, you've transitioned from the in-person events to the online events. What did those three-day retreats look like when you were doing them? And um, how excited are you to someday get back to those in-person events? Yeah, we're, we're just uh, chatting about that and having creative sessions around that and creating a, a seven-day experience. It was a, it was a three-day experience, but intention for 2022 is to have a seven-day um, with 90 days of integration after that. Um hard to describe like the level of shift and power uh, that the men were able to step into inside of that um yeah like it was like a it, it was definitely experiential like creating challenges out in out in nature and and really challenging like i don't want to give like the the, the secrets away the secret sauce for men that would want to experience this in the future but it's like stepping into the the masculine archetypes throughout those those three days so having challenges that brought them to step into that their warrior way of being so stepping into purpose and getting clarity and what, what do i f- want to fight for and stand for so it'd be creating a, a challenge to go out and like okay well where's your edge where's that edge right now we create some challenges for that and, and really push people. It's like getting up earlier than they would do, staying out in pitch black and all these different challenges where it's like they were able to see their edge 
like what is my edge as a man what can i handle what can i not handle and expand that edge throughout the the weekend uh sustaining into um supporting each other as well too like really sitting in group and understanding that if we if the brother next to me expands his edge i'm expanding my edge as well too uh, but we brought different modalities in as well too um, breath works uh, primal work um, bioenergetics um, plant medicine as well too where we're part of those experiences um, to really get men um, and allow them invite them to to shut off that the brain like that ego part of the brain and get into their their hearts and get in tune with that and be with that and be with that in circle there's so much intentionality and the messages that come through and where we, we just take time to slow down and sit with like what what does my heart want in my life right now and actually take an authentic stand and like well what's in the way of that right now and, and be honest about that right is there something a vice or an addiction that i'm dealing with is there a relationship that i'm not committed to is there um have i been unfaithful Am I um, self-destructing businesses or, or my career or relationships? Like all of these things where if we, we get to sit and be authentic and real about, and they aren't as daunting and destructive as we, they need to be or they could be, um, where we can clean that up very quickly in a, in a three-day retreat. And then we had a month after to follow up on, on what was committed to. Uh, during those three days once the guys take clarity so yeah when you when you said that you know asking yourself is there something i'm addicted to uh that can be a lot more that can cover a lot more than the typical addictions of you know cigarettes or drugs or alcohol i mean that could be anything right sugar food relationships all those things mm -hmm. yeah absolutely sex porn is a big one it's like any anything where um like you're not, if you look at an addiction or a vice, it's like it has power over you. Like you're, you can't, you're really struggling having a tough time to consciously stop doing it. And it's not benefiting your life. If it's taking away from your life and taking away from your being in your full power and you can't stop doing it, then those are the things to, to look at. It could be overworking. Video games. Video games. Yeah, like all of that, right? And your YouTube until all hours of the night and i've been through them all man <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah the, so, so, the so. social media your phone <laughs> gambling all those different things yeah and and it's interesting when you sort of take that on and we take that on in our, our 90 day journey the guys will go make the commitment this week going in um once you drop one you see how the other ones pop up as well too but then you get to see like what is what am i avoiding what am i not sitting with and being honest about my honest to myself with um that's causing me to run and distract myself with whatever it is but to be able to sit for 90 days and, and pick um the biggest one the strongest one and do the looking behind it it's like pulling down the veil okay well why am i actually doing this thing that i'm not able to stop doing right now on my own that's when all that all that the stuff starts showing up Oh, I mean, I'm being inauthentic in my relationships. Oh, I'm not satisfied for the career I'm in. I'm just doing it for a paycheck. Oh, I'm whatever it is, right? I'm, I'm incomplete with my parents and I haven't forgiven myself for this or whatever shows up. 
slowing down, putting the distractions aside and allowing that stuff to come up place is, is a very powerful thing. So, you know, we invite guys to take on one during that 90 days and it's magic what, what comes through, the messages and clarity come through. So, and, so today you're starting the, uh, the 90 day online uh, program. You, you did a 90 day program back in March, the, uh, the journey home. Is that, is it the same one? It's, it's starting again now, or is this something different? Uh, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Same, but different. We tweaked it as we do and after every 90 days you always to, have to update yeah. so, so you describe it as an inward and outward journey for men looking to channel their inner warrior so what what was the the 90 day experience like back uh in march and um were there any kind of breakthroughs of oh my god this is this is amazing or or someone else had an aha moment or you yourself, what, what do you, when you think back on the 90 days, what, what do you kind of, what comes to mind there? Yeah, for sure. For, for me, like what comes up and like is most alive in that is like watching men get those aha moments. Uh, so we had a man in, in the journey and it was like that block of like really standing for himself. So he's kind of going through a divorce, um, in a, in a religious uh, path that he's been on for decades and just stuck. I'm like, what do I make in these decisions here? And it was always that, that block of like, am I making the right decision? Am I doing the right thing? Constant, but that showed up in every area of his life. So to be able to sit with him during that 90 days and, and be able to see that when that comes up in his speaking and his language and what he's, what he's committed to at the start of the 90 days, um, it's beautiful to see when all of a sudden he just started making hard line decisions, like stepping into his warrior. I'm like, yeah, I'm writing the letter. I'm done with this religion. Yep. I'm having that conversation with my wife. Yep. I'm going to sit down with the kids and have this conversation. Yep. I'm going to create a new business with one of my kids. Yep. So it's like, a, it all just started dominoing effect inside of that. Like once, once you break through, it's like, Oh, I'm not actually standing for what I want in my life. Where you allow someone to like not hide out, and go to the usual things, the vices or the excuses or the, oh, but you don't know what I'm going through or the, and not allow <laughs> a man to like go down those roads where, where his power gets given away to circumstance. Um, that's what's coming to me right now. I'm strong. It's like that, that story. Um, guys that have like gotten released from their jobs in the pandemic and now creating businesses that are um, landing the careers that they truly want and light, and light them up and standing for that versus like, I'll just do something for the sake of doing it. Uh, the, the, the relationships with families is a big one, like creating intentionality with their kids. Um, a lot, we have a lot of fathers that go through the program. Um, yeah, it's, it's beautiful, man. We never know what's going to come up in the 90 days because we, we, we don't know what people are dealing with in that moment. Uh, but that's what really, comes through for me and and for me what comes up for myself is um fulfillment and the gratitude to be able to contribute at that level yeah and it's um yeah we're matthew and i the the, the warriors we have a couple co-warriors coming in inside of that the guides inside of this journey we've just been through a lot like it's not special but we've we've been able to um be trained enough in communications and listening and being with people and have had, I've had enough life experience to be able to sit in that circle and pass the stick around 
and hear for and listen for what's what's in the way and be able to, to co-create those conversations. And it's beautiful to see when one man's sharing, the other man's hearing himself inside of that share and how quickly that it's medicine for everybody in, in that circle. So for me, it's like it's deep fulfillment and gratitude to be able to, to hold that space and, and watch and, and guide these guys. Is, is meditation a part of Expansive Warrior? Every call, my man. <laughs> every, every Wednesday before we, we ground in and we take some breaths and meditate and set intention and, and, and every, every 90, I call in the 90 days. So yeah, absolutely. But we, we dive into all pillars of life. So we get into like our families and relationships and fitness and health and faith and spirituality, uh, finance and career, um, philanthropy and contributions. We, we really get distinct on what we stand for inside of each of those pillars. So there's, there's clarity. Um, and that's where the power comes. It's like, what, what are we standing for? I mean, crystal clear on that because then it's very easy to see things that are around us that aren't aligned with what we stand for. It's easy to say no to those things. It's like, okay, I've made a commitment. I'm standing for uh, like becoming healthy. It could be eating more plant-based or whatever that is. So it's very easy to see. I'm cutting out sugar and dairy for this 90 days or whatever that is. Like very to see what's, what's getting in the way once you've made that, that stand. And you have clarity where you're moving and what direction you're moving into. I've, I've been studying, you know, millionaires and billionaires for, for a long time and, and seeing the commonalities and they all do about five things. And one of them is almost all of them have meditation within, you know, within their daily practices. And, you know, part of it is, you know, if you're the CEO of a multi-billion dollar company, it's like your, your life is pretty chaotic and you need that balance somewhere. So meditation kicks in and, and you know, it's, it's the awareness and, and all those things. And I just read four books on four different topics. So one was on specifically meditation. One was on, um, say depression. One was on when things fall apart. So all different things. And basically the answer was meditation across the four books. So why meditation? Why is this you know, it's an ancient practice. It's become cool again. Um, I, I meditate. I'm, it sounds like I'm being skeptical or something, but I just, <laughs> I want you to say why um, meditation is so important and what the benefits are. And, and maybe some people listening to this who feel um, a little bit of chaos in their life or something, uh, why they would be drawn to it or should give it a try. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for, for me, what comes to me and what comes to my heart when you say meditation is, is getting back into our bodies and into our hearts, shutting down our, we have these beautiful supercomputers in our heads, but they, uh, they're trying to protect us from a lot of things. And the ego part of us shows up a lot there. And for me, meditation is like that escape where we can sort of, sh we can shut down that, that computer for a minute and actually get into our, our spiritual selves and our heart and our intuition. Um, and be with that, that part of ourselves um, that is really gonna, at the end of the day, bring fulfillment in, into our lives um, and intentionality as well too. And that's where I find like a lot of the successful uh, people that you're studying and I've studied as well too. Um, it's that time to actually sit and be quiet and get the, that guidance. Like we have all the answers within us. It's when we start looking outside of us 
and be like, oh, I'll do what this guy's doing. Or I'll do what um, <laughs> what my friends are doing. Or it's like going down these paths of, of things where it's like we're, we're influenced from so much um, that's being thrown at us on a daily basis that we're not actually sitting with like what we truly desire and what we want in our life. And when we're actually stepping into what we truly desire and want for our life, there's so much power in that we love doing it it lights us up like our energy is like we have energy all day for for being in, in something that we're in purpose with um so showing up for me right now and just being taking time to be quiet get in nature and just reset reset everything reset the body reset the mind i was i was in a, i was in a funk once and my my friend who is a personal trainer he said um you need to get out of your head and into your body that that's a way to to alleviate the the negative thoughts is just get into the body, whether it's meditation or go for a jog or a workout or something. And I find that that helps. You know, sometimes we're you talk about the supercomputer, but sometimes mm. there's some viruses going on, right? So <laughs> you, you got you got to get out of there. Um, yeah. So, so society's throwing a lot of viruses at us constantly, right? That's what uh, what's happening out there. Mm. We can set that off. When I was checking out all the different guides that you have for Expansive Warrior, I noticed that you guys all have an animal name. So what's what's the significance of that? And how how do I get an animal name? And I don't want to be like little pup or something. You know, how, how do I get you, know, you guys have like super hawk and like eagle chief and all these awesome things? So where does that come from? Why is that significant? And uh I probably have to go to Costa Rica to to get my name. But go ahead. I, it was actually in Ontario. So we, we sat in Sweat Lodge with some brothers in, in Ontario, up near Caledon. Um, so those names were, were channeled through by the sweat leader. Um, and for me, it's, yeah, it's, it's mine's proud eagle warrior. So it's like a dip deep significance of like ste- stepping into that archetype. Um, and channeling. If I get, if I get a tattoo, my first tattoo, can I? Can I your, have a it name? has to be your spirit name, bro. Okay. We'll send you up to see uh, Andre up in Caledon. You can sit with him and whatever it is, even yeah. if it's a monkey, whatever the, that the is. The kangaroo man, just, yeah. Just get it, get it tattooed, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of, yeah, it's, uh, that's the significance around that, and um, you have the opportunity to accept the name or 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 not, um, but it's whatever comes through inside of that ceremony. So it's a ceremonial uh, gift that is given to us if it, if it comes through. Um, it's not guaranteed to come through in your first sit, but um, yeah, that's kind of the significance around that. And it's it's a it's a great opportunity to step into that that power and, and harness um, harness the power of those animals because uh, there's so much power in that. Like our ancestors would step into that and really observe nature and how um, synchronistic and in tune it was. So to be able to to take on energies of things in nature and, and animals, there's a lot of uh, gifts that can come through in, in sitting with that in meditation and ceremony. One, one of your guides, Mr. Angelito Marcos, uh, who you mentioned earlier, he's been a special guest on the podcast. So holistic nutritionist, he was, he was helping all of us with our health and our nutrition and our fitness and all that stuff. Uh, two questions. Number one, what is his animal name? And number two, um, what is his role uh, in Expansive Warrior? He's got a couple of animal names because he's been in many ceremonies. Uh, on the site, I think it's Dancing Hermit Sings. It's, it's hermit, not so, much an an, not so much animal. <laughs> that's, that's, that's one of his. 
Um, and it's amazing to see like the, the, how he steps into that archetype. It's fully expressive, but then goes in and does the inward journey. Fully expressive in dancing and singing, and then he goes into an inward journey. So it's beautiful how they, the, the, those names come through and how intentional they are and how, on, how spot on they are for our journeys and our paths and how we show up. And sorry, brother, there was a second part of the question there. What, uh, what is his role with Expansive Warrior? What is it that he brings to the table? I'm assuming it's on the nutrition side, but I've been wrong many times before. Uh, a lot, like so much in those those retreats and so much contribution inside of that, but definitely standing in um, the, the nutrition side and the body side. Because if you look at the, the holistic side of it, touching on mind, body, and soul, we definitely touch in, in those archetypes as well too. Not only the, the masculine archetypes being uh, the warrior, the king, the lover, and the mystic, there's that mind, body, soul, holistic approach that we take as well too. Uh, so in his gifts of, of the the body and health and he he contributes to all of them to be honest but yeah he's definitely got a gift for the the body and and balancing things out there so yeah that's what we've been blessed to, to have his wisdom into the group and he supported a lot of guys on that health journey as well too leadership is a big part of what you do why why is leadership so important i when i when i started in the business world my my mentor from day one talked about culture and leadership. And I always thought, yeah, 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 uh, just it's selling. Let me sell this product. Let me sell this service. I got this. And he just swear, you know, 30 years experience in the business world, uh, generating hundreds of millions of dollars a year. And it was, okay, that, that, that stuff, move that aside. Just let's, let's get these sales. Let's get this going. And then you know, I guess four or five years now into building a, a global business, you realize that it does come down to culture and leadership. Um, for you, why is leadership so important? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like people definitely want to be a part of something. And especially when they're starting out on a journey in something, it's that, that, that guide and that pillar of like, oh, I can do this. And we're all leaders in our, our own worlds, whether it's with our family or friends or wherever we're showing up. If we really do the looking, we are leading somewhere. <laughs> um, so it's such a, it's like a perpetual cycle of like gifting that forward. It's like a, this person is a leader for me in this area. This person is a leader for me in this area. And I'm, I can also be intentional because oftentimes we're leaders and we're not aware of it. It's like unconsciously we're leading someone but if we can create some intentionality around that and recognize that, that we are powerful and we are leaders and harness that and, and uh, water that and, and uh, really allow that to come into fruition. Um, again, it comes back down to, we're not gonna, we're not gonna create anything on our own. If we can step into a, some intentional leadership in any area of our life. And yeah, there's, there's so much fulfillment in that to be able to contribute back to others. So. Yeah, it comes down to uh, yeah, being aware of it and, and getting that fulfillment and sleeping at night and being like, okay, I made a difference today. I was able to lead and support someone and help them get what they're looking for out of this experience we call life. My, my mentor says that if you think you're a leader and you turn around and no one's following you, you're not a leader, you're just going for a long walk. So <laughs> I, I thought that was kind of funny, but uh, 
when when you find yourself in a rut, what do you do to get out of it? I mean, you look like you're happy. You look like everything's good. Living the dream, but man, life is a journey, ups and downs. Um, when you do have those downs, what do you do for it not to be, you know, a three month thing or a one year thing or to spiral into depression? How do you snap back uh, from that? Mm-hmm. Here's what I would normally do and what I would do in the past is try and meditate my way through it, <laughs> push up my way through it, whatever that is. But I was going to say, me, I was, I thought you were going to say like grab a tub of ice cream. So yours is actually that, a little more productive than, than most. But or, 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 that, or that vices, jumping into the vices. But, but, but for me, what's really alive, I was in a, a leadership course all, all year this year and, and just completed in June is getting into communication around it sharing it with someone being vulnerable and and being straight like i'm really struggling with this so having the first step would be like who are those people in your life that you trust to be able to share and be vulnerable with and it really comes down to that intentionality of what we're looking to create here and what we're we are creating with this movement it's like allowing those safe places for for people to share what they're dealing with um because it's yeah that lone wolf is a huge um and has been a huge factor in my, in my life personally as well, too. And I know it's a, a lie for a lot of people. So the first thing is like, have that, find a mentor, find people you can trust and share that you're struggling. Even just sharing it and getting it out and speaking it out and allow that to start moving through. And you'd be surprised. Everyone generally in this world wants to contribute to one another. But if they don't know that you're looking for contribution, it's, it's difficult for them to do that. It's been it's been a long journey for you. Uh, there's been a ton of personal growth and and mentorship and and uh, courses and books and all this stuff for you to become the person that you are today. If you could, if you had some way to communicate with your ten year old self, what advice would you give that ten year old self? You're good enough. You're loved. And have fun. That's good advice. And you know, it's, you know, what's funny is I remember, even though I've interviewed a ton of people for the, for the podcast, I remember as you were speaking, I was thinking of Angelito's answers and, uh, and they were pretty similar. I remember he actually spoke to his younger self. He's like, little Angelito, you are loved. You Mm -hmm. are enough. And so uh, you could, you could feel that you guys are a part of, of the same, uh, you know, same energy and, and, and same spirit, all that stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Thanks brother. Appreciate that. No problem. So, uh, as we wrap up, uh, is there anything that we didn't cover that, that you would like to talk about or anything that, um, you'd like to share any announcements? Is there anything before we wrap up? And then if you could just share, where people can find you online. So a website, uh, some social media, you know, people listening to this, they're, they're, they're probably going to want to reach out to you for some advice or to join in to these 90 day programs or the Wednesdays or in, uh, in the future in the three day retreats. Uh, So how would they be able to uh, reach out to you and communicate? Yeah, I mean, I appreciate the opportunity to, to share that. So th- I would say the first step is, yeah, that, join us on a Wednesday night so that the invitation goes out to the brothers and, and jump in and, and get a feel for that, that circle and the community and what we're all about. 
and join the conversation. So, um, and coming from a space to just observe, don't feel that you have to come in and, and contribute to the circle right away. Just come in and we're, we're grateful for anyone's presence to be in that, that circle. Uh, that's enough to, to start and, and really join that, that community. Um, and then yeah, from, from there, if the community aligns, that's where that, that 90 day program can come in and, and be a huge asset to, to have that accountability and that support to, to step into our power in, in, in life. And all of that can be found in my Instagram bio. So I am David Pinio on Instagram, uh, the expansive warrior page as well too. Um, so for those listening, it's expansive with an X, there's no, no E so expansive warrior.com. Um, and then expansive warrior on Instagram as well too. Uh, those be the best spots. So if you go to the, the link in the bio, all of our programs and, and opportunities to, to join the community and, and spend some time with us are there. Amazing. All right. Thank you, David, for your time. I really appreciate it. It's been awesome catching up with you. We'll have to talk. I'll, I'll uh, see if I can make a trip out to Costa Rica because uh, Ottawa gets really cold in the winter and I'm not, I'm not great with the cold. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk. Maybe there's a couch there somewhere that I can, that I can sleep on. Even a bed, bro, unless you want to hang out outside in the hammock. All, all good. So yeah, let me know, man. Invitation is always open, of course. And yeah, very grateful for you putting this uh, podcast together and, and creating these conversations. So, um, and if you want, man, jump in on a Wednesday too. Love to have you in there as well. Amazing. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and I'd love to hear from you guys. My goal is to grow this podcast organically where you're giving me feedback on topics you'd like me to cover and guests you'd like me to interview. You can reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Joel Martin Mastery. Joel is J-O-E-L and on Twitter at Joel Mastery. So I am done. I am complete. I approve this message and I'll see you on the next episode.